The Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1. The Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. This goes out to What is going on, anyone and everyone who might happen to be alive at this particular point in time? Big shout out to those listening in the spirit world. I love you and I miss you all. Huge howdy to the high holy three and chop chop. I love you. Man, oh man, oh man. What the last couple of days? Well, I kind of like was homebound, meaning in the house, not going to the house, but homebound for like the last four days. And it was kind of, you know, nice. Did the show from from home. But glad to be back in the studio here in Alton. Boy, I tell you what, be careful on these Alton streets. Because, you know, they're sloped. And they go down towards, like, downtown Alton, all these hills and everything. Just be careful. They've done a nice job of clearing off the main roads and everything around here in the river bend. But uh, be careful. Because, you know, especially at night. When they got the black ice, and then all of a sudden you're slipping and sliding, peeping and hiding. Should not have even left the home. So just be careful. That's all I can tell you. But the main roads, like I came up uh, highway, whatever it was, and um, coming out of O'Fallon, Illinois. I don't even remember what high. I've been on the highway so many times I don't remember what what it was. It goes all the way up to Chicago. Anyway, took the uh, Edwardsville. Wood River exit, boom, on over to Alton. Clean, clear, salute to the the highway crews for taking care of business. Salute to the crews here in the Alton downtown vicinity who have taken care of the streets. Just got to be careful. Oh, my goodness. So I'm talking to my man, Holly. And I says, you know, uh, Rush Limbaugh died. I say, yeah, I heard that. And he said, you ever listen to Rush Limbaugh? I said, no, never did. Maybe five times in my life or maybe five minutes. Then, of course, uh, you know, you, you had the various little clips you would see on Entertainment Tonight or wherever shows they would highlight whatever his political shenanigans were. Let's put it that way. That dude was a, that dude was a monolith. He was staunch. He was strong. To his opinion, to his constituents, to his broadcast ilk, the dude was strong. Got a little weak towards the end. He wound up losing his ear and put that cochlear implants in and saw him, you know, right behind his ears and everything. And that made him able to hear, continue to show. 
Of course, he had uh, addictions. And when you're in the public eye, if they find that kind of stuff out, then they're going to blow it up big time. And that's what happened to him. If you're a normal guy, they're going to do none of that stuff because they don't care about you. So, Rush Limbaugh has passed. He made that announcement that he got the progressive lung cancer, which meant it was spreading faster than, just to use the term, normal lung cancer. He uh, told that story just short of a year ago. It's a struggle for me because I, I had to inform my staff earlier today. I can't escape, even though telling people are telling me it's it's not the way to look at it. I, I can't help but feel that I'm letting everybody down with this. But the upshot is that I have been diagnosed with advanced lung cancer. Diagnosis confirmed by two medical institutions back on January 20th. Uh, first realized something was wrong on my birthday weekend, January 12th. And I wish I didn't have to tell you this. And I thought about not telling anybody. I thought about trying to do this without anybody knowing, because I don't like making things about me. But there are going to be days that I'm not going to be able to be here because I'm undergoing treatment or I'm reacting to treatment. And I know that that would inspire all kinds of curiosity with people wondering what's going on. And the worst thing that can happen is when there is something going on and you try to hide it and cover it up, it's eventually going to leak. And then people are going to, why didn't you just say it? Why just did it? Why, why do you try to fool everybody? And it's not that I want to fool anybody. It's just that I, I don't want to burden anybody with it. And I haven't wanted to. Uh, but... It is what it is. And you know me, I'm the mayor of Realville. The mayor of Realville. <laughs> that was a cool angle right there. Ah, what you gonna do, what you gonna do? I never watched the guy because I didn't have time to devote myself to listen to angles, at least in those days. And then he was on while I was working, doing my radio shows. So didn't get to listen to him. But I did used to watch him late at night. I'd come in from a band gig, and he had a late-night half-hour talk show. He'd uh, be doing his, his talking and everything, and he would be smoking a cigar. <laughs> and I thought, all right, this is how bad you think you are. Be on the uh, tube there smoking a cigar. The guy had a different kind of cool about him, you know? Smash, you know, uh, he did this and did that to everybody. You know what? They've all done this and that to everybody. So Rush Limbaugh, I tell you one of the greatest moments to me, because I knew how the Democrats hated Rush Limbaugh, because all the uh, things that he put forth, truths or lies, <laughs> Democrats complaining about how he's lying. Hey, who's lying? All y'all are lying. I hate to come on and get angered like this. Not that I'm angry. I'm just angered. What do you think about it? But I tell you, one of the uh, 
greatest moments I ever watched. I don't care about Rush Limbaugh as far as politics are concerned. I feel sorry that for his loved ones, he's no longer around. For his fans, friends, followers, he's no longer around. Well, I'm glad he's no longer around. He spewed all kinds of filth. Hey, fellow spewer. But one of the greatest moments, and I love these kind of moments, is when Trump gave him the Presidential Medal of Freedom. He's over there in the halls of Congress. They're doing, you know, the big thing that they do. And the beauty of it is this was hilarious. And this is kind of, uh, you know, the, the crazy thing about it, this, I can't say it, but I should say it. I may or may not say it, whether it be right now or later. But Nancy Pelosi, all right? This was a surprise, as I understand it, to Rush Limbaugh, because he was surprised up there in the gallery. And Trump gives him the Medal of Freedom. Well, the crazy part about it is Nancy Pelosi during this whole time got pissed. And she's back there reading her papers. Remember at the end of this whole deal, she ripped her papers in half and everything. She acted like she wasn't paying attention to everything. Going through her political theater. Terrible. But this was that moment. I got it edited up so it's not as long as it, it did take. But this was uh, uh, that moment and she was sitting back there for human. Here tonight is a special man, beloved by millions of Americans, who just received a stage four advanced cancer diagnosis. This is not good news, but what is good news is that he is the greatest fighter and winner that you will ever meet. Rush Limbaugh, thank you for your decades of tireless devotion to our country. And Rush, in recognition of all that you have done for our nation, the millions of people a day that you speak to and that you inspire, and all of the incredible work that you have done for charity, I am proud to announce tonight that you will be receiving our country's highest civilian honor, the Presidential Medal of Freedom. You hear the oh no in the background? Unbelievable. But believable. I will now ask the First Lady of the United States to present you with the honor, please. <laughs> Rush and Catherine, congratulations. Ah, uh, just laughing because you're hearing the Democrats in the background. Oh, no! You know what the problem is? The reason the Democrats are, oh, no, in it is because, and you may not know the history of radio. I do because I happen to work in it, so you, you know things. But conservative talk radio has such a hold on the radio end of the broadcast business that liberal talk radio could never get. They tried with all kinds of guys. They even had a, 
a total liberal talk radio station going for a while there. What was that dude's name used to be on SNL? Uh, Al Franken. He was one of the guys on there. Could never take hold. Didn't take the hold. Conservative talk radio took the hold, and that's because, to use the term of the pioneering efforts of this dude, Rush Limbaugh out of Cape Girardeau. And, you know, to hear people on the other side yelling, oh, no, and he shouldn't get the uh, Medal of Freedom and all that, it's the same thing. If it had been turned around, the Republicans would have done that to the Democrats. It would have been the same thing, you know. It's, you know, thank you, Rush Limbaugh. And I say thank you because it was provocative. He held your attention. To hold one's attention is to be informative and entertaining. That is the definition of entertainment, to hold one's interest. And that he did for decade upon decade. So I guess as you say, anytime somebody passes, rest in peace, Rush Limbaugh. And catch you on the other side, I guess. We'll see who winds up taking his place. That'll be the interesting story. But we'll get back to that a little bit later on. Here's a song to say goodbye. Lincoln Park, digging a smash. Smash Daily, WBGZ. Should have stayed Were the signs I ignored Can I help you Not to hurt Anymore We saw brilliance When the world Was asleep
realize when someone's time runs out If a moment is all we are Or quicker, quicker Who cares if one more light goes out Well, I do what love really is during this you have an expiration date a lot of people never get told that and so they they um, don't face life this way my point in all of this today is gratitude my my point in everything today that I share with you about this is to say thanks and to tell everybody involved how much I love you from the bottom of a sizable and growing and still beating heart dig the smash anywhere, anywhere. anywhere. the smash daily podcast smash daily.com smash with you here just want to let you know here at 4:30. this is a perfect time to be out be out house hunting ain't nobody else why not you so you go out and you see the various houses got signs out in front of them but better yet you go to a real estate website and the best one in this area here in the river bend serving for all the years, is GodfreyLandmark.com. That's Landmark Realty. It's Matt Horn and his gang. They've been in that store for like 20-some years. And about two years ago, Matt buys the business. Matt buys the company. He was an employee for 20-some years. Now it's his company. And the same folk are taking care of him like they took care of the previous employer. Here's the beauty of those folk. They know this language. Real estate is a language. And so if you're selling your house, of course, as always, you list with a leader. But they know the language. Make sure that house is sold correctly on paper. It's one thing to say, yeah, I love this house. Yeah, I'm going to take this house. But boy, if it ain't said said right on paper, forget about it. That's why you need professionals like you got over there at Landmark Realty. And then on the other side, if you're buying a house, you better know what's on that paper. Don't worry about it. Now, yeah, check that stuff out with your own attorney if you want and all that. These folks are there to serve you, to serve you with their knowledge, with their expertise, and that will take you into the house in the right way so that after the fact and it's been sold to you, you ain't got nothing to worry about because everything is covered. But you got to find the right spot for that. And here in the Riverbend, that is Landmark Realty right there in Godfrey. Check it all out. View it, see what houses are available, and when you do, you give Matt Horn 
a call and say, hey, man, man, I'm digging this house over here. Can you run me over there? Yeah, no problem. While you're there, I urge you to get on this deal that they got that you leave them your email address. And first thing in the morning, when new listings come up, boom, you got them first. So you got to jump. There ain't nothing worse than wanting to buy a new house and then somebody got to jump on you. So get the jump. And you do that by going to the real estate agent here in the River Bend. That is Landmark Realty. Godfrey landmark.com what is going on right now in the world of politics but no pressure on you you have opportunity to at your leisure be listening to 107.1 fm the big c and when you do and you know it's time for the money wheel to spin mm. well money wheel went all the way got lolo in here with me money <laughs> 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 and then lolo goes Hmm. <laughs> hey, I like money. <laughs> You're my man. I like money. All right, so this goes up when somebody doesn't get it, uh, doesn't win. Mm-hmm. It goes up two dollars mm-hmm. every every time because mm-hmm. they spin the wheel all day long. Every here. time that, yep, they spin it all so, day long. Here's what the deal is: it is up to fifty-one dollars. We just started here today on this fifty-one dollars for tomorrow when it all starts up, and then it goes two dollars up each time that the wheel goes. Now, this is not an actual actual spin of the wheel but i just want you to know that there is a sound to it all here's the sound you heard that i've given the disclaimer here right lolo yes all right here's the sound so you hear that my goodness i've made that sound eating white castles myself (laughs) but uh nevertheless just remembering some of the things in my past but there's all kinds of sponsors on this thing (laughs) 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 you land on the sponsor who knows you, you win it all. Of, you you win the whole pot. Exactly you right. The whole Fantastic. Caboodle, man. Right, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So the money wheel starts at $51 tomorrow morning. Mm. All right. Beautiful. I don't know, Lolo, you watch this political type stuff? No, nah, man. I yeah, try I to stay away from that. I know. I was watching uh, last night because uh, I was flipping around, mm-hmm. and they are doing a story on uh, – See, they're trying to make Joe Biden look like a homie type of dude. You know, he puts a log on the fire. He's a wonderful guy. The past president, he didn't he didn't go out and get no logs. Right. You know? Right. He went out and got a Duraflame over at the QT or somewhere like that, brought <laughs> it back to the house. Boom, places it on there. He even told Melania to put it right on. I ain't got no time to put it. Right. But here it is. We stopped by the QT. You got a dozen of these happy-go-lucky Duraflames. And they're good logs. You ever use a Duraflame? Yeah, yeah. I use them to start up... Uh, uh, log fires. Yep. You ever put them underneath? Because they, oh, put it one underneath and, and then put the 
Logs around it? Oh, really? They'd, they'd be blazing, oh, man. It's fantastic. Buddy. Nice and warm. It's like big kindling wood right there. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Love it. I'm telling you. And, uh, I mean, my girl Chop Chop knows I love the modern angle, and that is flicking the switch, and boom, all of a sudden, there is a there fire is. in the glass I fireplace right fire. there. Ah. <laughs> and uh, so Joe Biden, he's a homie type of dude, and he's, you know, bringing logs into the house. And he's dropping logs in the White House there in the uh, fireplace. Also, he is a homie type of dude. And over the weekend, he was at Camp David where all the presidents hang out for the weekend. Mm -hmm. He's at Camp David, and he was playing Mario Kart with his little granddaughter. And my goodness, if he didn't beat his granddaughter really? at, at Mario Kart. That's and surprising. That I know. I salute him yeah. because that lets, lets me know he's a president you ain't going to mess with. Right. I mean, he ain't going to let the little kid. Is he going to play Vat Vladimir Putin at Mario Kart? Exactly right. That'd be the way to win the world. Yeah. Personal opinion, of course. Yeah. And then uh, there's this deal. Tag on it. Here's the deal. Him and his wife, Dr. Jill Biden. Mm -hmm. All right? Mm -hmm. They're really in love. Trump and Melania, you could never see love. In fact, she kind of brushed his hand away a couple, two, three times. You remember they're coming off of Air Force One. Right. And he wanted to hold her hand. And she'd like brush it away. Yeah. You know, and the press, of course, made all kinds of, uh, of a big deal about oh, that. But yeah. see, Jill and Joe, they, they hold hands now. Mm -hmm. So love has come back into the White House, daggone it. A lot of people don't understand it. So they were talking about this. Uh, say I watch the different ones. I watch one one night. I don't watch the whole night. I ain't got no time for all that. Yeah. Uh, there's a new invention called sleep. I'd like to uh, to get that. <laughs> Some of these people they they just I go all it. night on it. Yeah. I love it. I know. And so um, the thing about it is, they were talking about on this guy Greg Gutfield. Mm. I believe is the name. He has like five people in five different windows, and they all put their uh, opinions forth and everything. And he was interviewing himself about this particular situation. I'm going to play it here, a little bit of it at least, and uh, you know, see what you think as far as he um, exposing the, the new White House to people. Because isn't it wonderful to have a president and a first lady who actually love each other? It's nice. It is. It's nice. It's. Are you playing Mario Kart on your phone right no, now? No, I'm that, not. That's what no, you're doing. My mom actually texted me. She's oh, she listening. Is. She's oh, listening. Hi, hi, mom. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Oh no, he's not playing Mario Kart. Is he? <laughs> so uh, no and, boss who's sitting yeah. in the other room, probably ah, monitoring. Right <laughs> so here is Greg Gutfeld, and he is with Fox News. And he's got some show, like I said, it's like five people in a window, in the five different windows. Right. And they give their uh, conservative uh, viewpoints every once in a while. They'll throw a liberal in there and they throw whatever. But here he is interviewing himself on just what I was speaking about. Lots of breaking news regarding President Joe Biden. I must warn you, some of this information may be shocking. If you have any children in the room, you may want them to leave. I'll give you three seconds. Okay, we've just learned from our hardworking colleagues at CNN that President Biden has expressed a preference for building a fire in the Oval Office. And sometimes he adds a log to keep it going. Let's go live on the ground to one of our reporters. 
Thanks, Greg. I'm outside walking, holding a notepad, and it's true. President Biden has expressed a preference for a fire built in the Oval Office, and sometimes he'll add a log to keep it going. According to my sources, this is quite a departure from the previous tenant at the White House, whose only fires he stoked were that of hatred and bigotry. Of course, that came from an anonymous source who might also be me. Back to you, Greg. So once again, this information coming from CNN, likely through an anonymous source, but we have no reason to question it. President Biden expressing preference for a fire built in the Oval Office and even adding a log to keep it going. Let's bring one of our experts on this. Greg, what do you make of this? Thanks, Greg. As a historian, I must say, from a historical perspective, this is quite astounding. George Washington chopped down a cherry tree, but he wasn't resourceful enough to use it as fuel, unlike President Joe Biden. Again, I don't think it's premature to say we are witnessing not the greatest president we've ever seen, but the greatest president we will ever see. Mm. Sorry, Greg, we're getting more breaking news from CNN. It appears on his first Air Force One flight this month, President Biden spent that time reading the newspaper. Uh, CNN describes him as, quote, a wary passenger on a commuter shuttle. Let's go back to our expert for a quick reaction. As a prominent historian, I can see that President Biden's method of relaxation calls to mind the great leaders of our time, Gandhi, Martin Luther King, and perhaps even Jesus Christ. What a role model for children whose parents have private jets. It's so important to read when you can, even at 35,000 feet. Greg, even at 35,000 feet. Mm. A lot going on on this very busy day at the Capitol. The AP also reporting the president beat one of his granddaughters at a video game known as Mario, Mario Kart. I'm sorry, I've been told we don't condone men beating women at anything, and I'll be taking a leave of absence to profoundly educate myself on this matter. <laughs> Always wanted to interview myself. Very good. Yes, thank you, Dana. Um, this is some hard-hitting stuff from CNN. Man, I mean, it, it must be fun to be a Democratic uh, PR person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or maybe it's boring because it's. We just got off four years of a roller coaster, and now we're riding the teacups. <laughs> And the press is trying to sell this as somehow sexy, the inane details of Joe Biden's personal lifestyle. I'm sorry, I don't care how many logs he puts on the fire or what time he goes to bed. We just had, like, entertainment tonight in the White House. Mm -hmm. Guys getting sued by porn stars, ordering <laughs> McDonald's, attacking people on Twitter past midnight. Are you kidding me? You, like, you, you can't now go to this and say, yeah, he beats his granddaughter at Mario Kart and expect us to read this. The real action, though, the family scandal and the radical policy. You have a president whose son and brother are under investigation for Chinese money laundering and tax fraud. You're sending billions of dollars to corrupt teachers unions who have a history of embezzlement. He's just spiking the, the Cuomo nursing home investigation. That's where the action is, not the bedtime and the logs. He is getting away with stuff because he's just so, yep. you know, and, and to, to Juan's point, to your point, Trump was so over the top, he couldn't get away with anything because they were watching his every single move because every one <laughs> yep. of his moves was interesting. And over the top. So they watched him. Whereas with Biden, it's just, you know, hot chocolate and fu fuzzy slippers. Nah, I tell you what, man. Mm -mm -mm. They busted him good on, on that one because that's what the uh, Democrats are doing. And they're making him warm and fuzzy to show America that 
that, you know, here is a guy you can believe in because he's just like you. Well, no, he's not. Right. All right. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> it's just like Trump. He's just like, no, he's not. And at least we knew he wasn't like us. Right. And so you, I would always tell people, I never, you know, I'd always tell people, I love Trump because he's a different show every day. Yes. You know? Yeah. That's what I loved was a show. And it's like Gutfield was saying over here, the guy uh, was like entertainment tonight while this other guy is just paddling, you know? And it's kind of like the, the greatest line was, we were on a roller coaster and now we're in the teacups. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was fantastic. That was a great What a great uh, expose on it. Uh. So anyway... The reason I wanted to play this, not only for uh, those listening who may have not uh, heard it, because this guy, Greg Gutfeld, did a nice creative job of interviewing himself and everything. But I wanted Lolo over here, Lolo over here, to listen to this so he could grow stronger. See, when I was his age, I think it was Dwight Eisenhower was the president. I can't remember that far back. Yeah. And the beauty of being 71 is I don't have to remember that far back. In fact, people feel sorry for you and don't want you to try to strain your brain right. trying to remember that far back. Don't think too hard. Exactly right. So I'm just wanting you to gather this because sometime down the line, you will become me. So much so that your mom had to call in the middle of the broadcast and warn you, do not be like old Uncle Smash. <laughs> yeah. I know that's what I was saying right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. She All said, right. uh, she did text. She said, I only listen to you special guys because I don't watch anything else. So Nice. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Mom. I appreciate you listening. Hey, I don't know if we uh, mentioned anything, but. Oh, yeah. I love that sound. Yeah, well, that's me. But uh, that is also the sound of the spin to win money wheel. Starts back up. Tomorrow morning, $51. You say $51. You want $51 or not? Mm. I want you know 50. what $51 is for me? Yeah. Two tanks of gas, Dagon. I'll take go. it. There I love go. it. But that's just me. And I give a dollar, you know, to maybe the attendant. Oh, they don't have attendance anymore. Okay, I get to keep a dollar. There you go. So Soda. Exactly right. So put that on your agenda. Be listening tomorrow in the early part of the day on into the day for the spin of the money wheel hey this is toots and the maytals talking about that pressure drop because that's what these politicians got to do now new administration pressure drop Since when did you become a singer? That's my question. I've been a singer a long time. No kidding. That's something that you don't know about me, man. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say something I don't know about. Luckily, you said me. Me. It's Lolo Smash with you right here. Toots and the Maytals right there. Talking NFL with my man Carl Sides coming up. Radar weather is brought to you by Barrett Heating and Cooling. When the electricity goes out, a permanently installed Generac home backup generator delivers power to your home automatically. Radar, fairly clear right now. Still a few pockets of snow here and there. The winter weather advisory in effect until 6 o'clock.
Because I am where you's at. On 1071 The Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. You gotta be a football hero to get along with the beautiful girl. You gotta be a touchdown getter, you bet. If you wanna get a baby to pet, the fact that you are rich or handsome won't get you anything in curl. You gotta be a football hero to get along with the beautiful girl. version, Carl. There you go. To get along with the beautiful girl. Hey, hey, smash with you right here. Money wheel, don't forget us tomorrow. All right? Starts up at $51, $2 every time somebody don't get a win. All right? That's tomorrow here on WBGZ. Got my man, Carl Sides, on the uh, phone line here, and I'm just looking, just looking at all these things, Carl, that we can be talking about. So I'm going to start you off with your opinion on Ryan Leaf and what he's talking about right here, as far as the death of Vince Jackson is concerned. Vince Jackson, wide receiver, if I remember correctly, uh, for the Chargers and for Tampa Bay a few years back. This is Ryan Leaf, like crying over Vince Jackson. I don't know what to do anymore. All my NFL brothers continue to die, and uh, nobody's doing a thing about it. I talked to another brother. He spent the weekend in a psych ward today. The NFL just doesn't care. They don't care. I mean, it's, they're going to write condolence letters and like that. But if they were invested, they'd actually put some money behind the Legends community and into the mental health and substance abuse side of it. And not once you're bad for the brand, the shield, they don't, they could give two. I don't know what, I don't know what the hell to do. They don't get how precious life is. And then I have this survivor's guilt. A ton of it. You need to do something. You need to do something because someone everybody's just be part of the solution. So he's gotten himself survivor's guilt. Uh, um, I tell you what, and I know what a lot of people are thinking because this guy, Vince Jackson, he died. Did they ever say what he died of? Does anybody know Carl? No, they haven't said yet. They haven't, they haven't, they haven't made it public. Right. 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 Um, they found him in a hotel room. Yeah. Uh, but I, Ryan Leaf, really? I mean, yeah, how I long was he in the league? I know. A year? Two years, maybe. Right. <laughs> My exactly NFL right. brothers and exactly right. ripping on the saying. NFL for not yeah. – I mean, what are they supposed to do? Are they supposed to babysit every player in the league? I know. I mean, well, it's not possible. Exactly. I mean, honestly, you know, it's, it's becoming where – Everybody, it's like the COVID thing where, you know, a doctor, as soon as you sneeze, it's COVID. Yeah. Now, if a p- football player or something happens to him, it's PTSD or it's the mm-hmm. concussion syndrome. Yeah, right. 
it, it's an easy out, and yeah. it's not always that. I mean, we don't know if Vincent Jackson had an issue with drugs. We don't know if he, we don't know. Yeah. I mean, and Ryan Leaf's out there ripping on people with no information. Yeah, exactly. again, right. Over. You know, you just wait till wait till it all comes out, and then if it's if it's the NFL's fault, believe me, buddy, I'm with you. Yeah, but it, until then, just shut your pie hole. There you go. All right, and you know one of the other problems with this. Uh, is that a lot of people find it hard to feel sorry for these guys. I ain't talking about just Vince Jackson. Because they're getting paid at minimum 5 to 10 mil a year. And you wind up leaving the earth in poverty? You don't know how to spend that 5 or $10 million correctly, how to invest it correctly? You, and a lot of people when I ask this, how can you tell me this guy got some sort of mental thing, he's in mental anguish, and the dude's got $10 million sitting in his bank. That's tough for people to think along those lines, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. And, and they, I mean, a lot of them waste their money buying toys, buying extravagant things, you know, and, and they don't. They don't, they don't listen because they have a class before they join the NFL, before mm-hmm. they get in the league on how to invest their money and how to have a, a nest egg right. when you retire because it is such a short career. But they don't listen. They see the big, big paydays, and they want to go spend their money. Um, I feel sorry for the ones that are, you know, they're competing out there on the gridiron, but they're not making the five and ten million dollars. Right. They're the ones making the two hundred thousand dollars, the minimum. But they're taking the same risk. They mm-hmm. don't get any love from anybody, mm-hmm. the NFL or their brethren. Mm-hmm. You know, what about them? Yeah. Let's go to Carolina, man. That's the latest in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. They're talking about giving up Christian McCaffrey, who's running back, uh, big-time running back, and three number ones for Deshaun Watson. Here's the thing about it to me, Carl. We've got about four minutes left. If this guy gets hit wrong, all that money is gone, man. It's like, why would you make that kind of investment on one? Because if that left tackle on the defense winds up going after Deshaun Watson, hits him correctly, quote-unquote, in the leg, all of a sudden, he he ain't got a career anymore. So all that money's gone. I know some of it's guaranteed, some of it's not. But why would you give up three number ones is what they're talking about Carolina doing. I, I'm not giving up three number ones and Christian McCaffrey. I know. It's one or the other. Yeah. I mean, Christian McCaffrey's a game changer. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the top three running backs in the league. Yeah. And he's a dual threat. He runs the ball. He catches the ball. Your, your team was garbage when he was hurt last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm not parting ways with him for anybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's what they want, they're going to have Deshaun Watson retiring from the Houston Texans because uh-huh. no one's going to pay that kind of steeper price. Yeah, right. On. You know, you, it, it's not he's not that much better than the next wave of quarterbacks mm-hmm. to demand that kind of price tag. Do you think that they could uh, trade? Because they're looking for a marquee quarterback there in Carolina. They want to get to that Super Bowl as fast as they can. Trading uh, for a marquee quarterback instead of waiting through the draft. And the only thing they got to trade right now in that quarterback line is Teddy uh, Bridgewater. And there's really nothing to that, uh, if I'm thinking correctly, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, they're not happy with Teddy. Right. Um, he didn't perform up to standards. But there's umpteen quarterbacks out there that you can get. Carson Wentz. Marcus, you know, Marcus Mariota. I mean, uh, you know, the Raiders are looking to move their quarterback. Yeah. I mean, um, Derek Carr. Derek Carr. And you've got Fitz, the guy that's playing on every NFL team there is, <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. And he sometimes he, he just has a way of winning. Yeah. So if you need to, if you need to 
draft a quarterback and and move him up through the system, who better to learn under than Brian Fitzpatrick? Right. And now they're talking about Marcus Mariota has no trade value. And I guess he's got interest from Washington, also from New England, but he has no trade value. What's that mean? They're going to get him on the cheap? That means that no one will part with a seventh-round pick or better for him. Wow, uh, really? So, and I don't find I find that hard to believe. Yeah. Uh, because he had a – and when Carr went down last season for that three-week period of yeah. time, uh, Mariota did, did well. I mean, yes, he's a mobile did. quarterback. He's got a decent arm. Again, he, he went through a system – didn't didn't have protection, didn't have weapons, and he failed. Mm-hmm. But he's gone to, to Vegas, and he's excelled. So he's got some talent. He's better than a couple quarterbacks around the league. He's better than Cam Newton, yeah. and he's probably better than Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. All right, I'm going to throw one more at you here and see what uh, you might know about it, about 30 seconds, something like that. Patriots. One of the reasons Brady left the Patriots was because they got Brandon Cooks back in 2017, but they got Brandon Cooks to be somebody that Garofalo could throw to, not necessarily Brady. And so Brady gets pissed. He said, all right, I'm getting out of here. Boom, he gets out. And the thing about it is Garofalo might wind up going back to the Patriots anyhow, right? It's possible. that yep. I mean, that would be the best thing they could do is make a deal with San Francisco, mm-hmm. bring him back. They, he already knows the system. There's no learning curve at all. Um, and it's funny, you know, we're going to bring in Brandon Cooks for Garoppolo. Yeah. So what does Brady do? He goes to Kraft and say, get rid of Garoppolo. And yeah. they did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's uh, carrying a heavy uh, heavy sword right there. All right, partner, I appreciate it. As is always, when it comes to football, NFL football in this town, the sides line, that's where you want to get it from, and that's Carl Sides right there. Talk to you next week, partner. Sounds good, brother. Okay. You gotta be a football hero to get along with the beautiful girl. You gotta be a touchdown getter. You 